0: Why do we have a, st- a problem saying no? I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> I, I am the
1: same way. It's, it's something that probably we don't want to make someone else feel bad. Okay. Um, we don't want to make someone else stressed out. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another
0: episode of Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin. Happy to be with you as we continue on our journey of our mental health series. It's been a blessing to me. Hopefully, it's been a blessing to you and you've been able to share it with a family member or a friend. I am not alone in studio. As always, I have a couple of guests. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we're, we're going to dive again into our panel discussion that we had on Saturday about stress and burnout. And we've all dealt with it in some capacity. And so we're going to kind of jump into that and see what it's like and maybe some from personal experiences, what we've done that maybe can help you as well, the listener. Struggling with some allergies So that's why you'll hear our guests more than me
1: today. (laughs) Let me get straight to them. I'm gonna go to my left first, introduce yourself. Hi everyone, my name is Andres Canizales. I'm happy to be back. It's been, I think a month that you haven't heard my voice, but I'm happy to be back in the podcast. I hope it's a blessing for each and every single one of y'all.
2: Hey everyone, my name is Isaac Gravit. It's been a while since I've been here, about over a year, but it's good to be back.
0: It is good to have you back. We uh, had some scheduling issues couple times but it's okay we got you here back in studio first of all maybe you guys have been keeping up has there been a favorite part or favorite subject of of this mental health series over the last what are we on week six or seven something like that something that is that kind of has impacted you in some way for me i think it's
1: this week actually okay just hearing the examples of everyone and their ideas and their suggestions how to overcome stress it's it's something that really hit me because it, I've been going through stress lately, recently a lot. So it's something that I was like, this, this message was for me. So this is why I felt this message was the most impacting to my life. For me, it's actually been these past two weeks. Like
2: they've okay. both just been so impactful on me. And with, the, especially like this week, what he was saying, stress and burnout is just something that college students go through every day. And it's just yeah. finding ways to, go around that obstacle to be where you are.
0: Yeah. Because last week we talked about anxiety and depression, right? And that's something that everybody suffers also to a certain extent. But man, this one, this week kind of felt like it was targeted towards us. You know, like our generation, you've got classes and you have family and you usually have work, maybe two jobs, or you have tons of things and then you have activities and then you have friends and some of us have relationships. So it's like... A lot of stuff thrown it together, not even adding to the fact social media and our society and the world, and you have to do that every single day, right um so I just thought that was that was really interesting you know they they talked about burnout and stress uh during the panel discussion. it was interesting to hear, do you guys think that is the same thing, or are there some differences? between the words stress and burnout? Do you kind of put those together?
2: I think kind of they're two different type of things. Okay. What what I put in my notes that really stuck out to me was stress means that you are having a hard time and trying to get out of it. And burnout is a relief of turning the wheels and being able to get to where you need to be and to get out of that stress and burnout.
1: Yeah. To, to me, they're different as well. Stress sometimes can be good. Stress mm. can sometimes push you to that goal that you want to to accomplish but burnout burnout is completely different burnout is completely letting stress overwhelm you letting stress take over your thoughts your emotions so to me stress and burnout are two different things
0: i was listening to some people as i was doing some research for the episode and some people say well stress isn't really a mental illness and and i know it's part of mental health but it's not you know uh, as big as a deal as anxiety or depression. And I don't know, I just kind of felt like I pushed back on that. And why out of all the weeks is, is this one important? Anxiety, depression, big deal. Um, you know, Pastor Michael over the last few weeks has talked about other aspects of mental health, realizing that God wants to renew our mind. But why are these two, especially stress, why is this kind of more important and different than maybe the rest?
1: To me, this is more important because it's something we all feel most of the time. We live in a life which is always busy. We're always running. We're always trying to do certain things in our lives, and that causes stress. If we can't accomplish that goal, stress starts to build up. And there's piles and piles and piles of stress can lead to burnout. And once we burn out, we're going to enter into that that point of anxiety and depression. So I think stress is the first building block to lead, lead us to depression, to anxiety, So this is why this week was so important on how to deal with stress. Kind of adding what he was
2: adding onto through the discussion panel was learning how to say no. I think that what you were adding whenever the stress and then getting towards the end and it's being exhausted whenever we get towards the end and not feeling like we can do anything, but we can because we're not thinking about it. We're just doing it. And once again, learning how to say no.
0: How does the enemy use stress?
1: I think the enemy uses stress in the way that he wants us to be full of things to do. Hmm. The more we are full of things to do, the less we can concentrate on God. So if we have homework, work, relationships, all these other things that we have to do, we, we what time are we dedicating to God, which is the, the part of my life that takes away the stress. Yeah. Because I can find my comfort in God. You mentioned something earlier. You said... Stress can be a good thing. How so? Sometimes stress uh, leads us to push ourselves okay. to complete that goal. Because for me, for example, I'm a procrastinator. I'm a huge procrastinator. We've and, all been there. And I let once the moment, I last minute, all the stress is on me. That's when I do my best work. Huh. I do the the best that I can to complete the task that I have in the short time that I have. And usually, that's that's how I've been doing all my classwork. And I've and Somehow I still keep getting A's. I mean, it's not for everyone, but that's just me. I am a procrastinator, but that stress helps me complete that goal.
0: Interesting. What about you, Isaac?
2: For
1: me, it's kind
2: of it's more stre- it's more burnout than stress because I feel like that I'm always putting things towards the bottom and not bringing the more important stuff up top. Hmm. Because for me, I'm I'm everybody. Every college student is busy. And for me, I'm even more busier because I have other stuff outside of the university and I'm not putting God before anything else. And I'm leaving everything else at the bottom and avoiding stuff that needs to be done first. I think
0: the way that we order our lives uh, will determine the amount of issues and stress and struggles that we go through. Maybe some from just personal experience, because maybe someone's listening and kind of wants to relate. How has, I know, Andres, you, you talked about, you've been Stressing out a little bit lately. Don't worry about it. Been there as well. But how has it been uh recently? What's kind of helped you? I, I guess both of you guys, whoever wants to take it first. Uh how has stress affected you recently and how have you been able to kind of manage it?
1: For me, well recently I've I've been dealing with schoolwork. I've, I've a lot of projects do, a lot of papers, essays do. And I've also last week we just finished a week of prayer in the church I'm a student pastor at. That's right. So I've, I had to literally be here all day and then get ready to go to church while being here. I didn't have time to go home, to change, to eat, um, to spend time alone. So I, all that time I was literally just busy and worrying about church. And the way that I found a little bit of, of peace was either being around with friends, uh. being around people that know me that I can talk with, that I can share my feelings with or being alone. Being alone in my car, just listening to music is a way that I, w- I was able to to get rid of a little bit of that stress. For me, it's kind of,
2: it's like a 50-50 because since I'm an off-campus student, I have my priorities at home and I have them here at the university. Sure. And it's so hard to always balance them out and how I'm able to understand that and interpret it is going home every night and getting kind of like what they were saying I've been doing this getting post-it notes and writing things that I've done good today that I've felt accomplished with to be able to be like oh wow I did this today and not let the bad habits or negative things that happened that day reflect on what I did good interesting so
0: remembering the good now does that mean that we have that we just completely ignore maybe the stuff that didn't go right that day
2: not necessarily. It means it's something to that with self-awareness, being able to mm-hmm. adapt around it, and knowing that I can do better at this. I can do better at this, and I will know that God will lead me into what I'm wanting to do. I think this has to do a lot with our with our
0: stress. We're not all introverts. Like we all have a little bit of introvert, a little bit of extrovert. Some more than others. Um, I don't mind being alone for hours and hours. No problem with me. I also don't mind being at a basketball game with 10,000 people for three and a half hours either. So I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. How do our, how do our relationships, and I'm going to go a couple different ways here. How do our relationships with other people, friends, family, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, wife, husband, affect our levels of stress? Because if maybe we've, we lived by ourselves or whatever, if humans were meant to be alone, we wouldn't be dealing with this, but how do our relationships kind of affect our levels of stress?
1: I think our relationships are meant to, to relieve our stress. Okay. Because we're around this community of that, that's supposed to push us to be better. We're supposed to push us to be the, our best selves. And I, and I think part of that is being through the worst of our stress, mm. being there when we most need it. And, and especially if, if you're married that's what it's meant to be. You're supposed to be the other person's rock whenever they need it. You're supposed to be that person's strength whenever they're feeling weak. And, and, and I think that that's the most important part of being in a family, in a relationship with our community is that they push us to be, to, they take away a little bit of that stress that we have, they shoulder it, they carry it for us, and, they, and we continue moving forward. And the perfect Bible verse I can think about for this it's is that Jesus says, "Come to me, all all who are carried, yeah. and I will give you rest." Because stress is just baggage that we carry on, and if if we're carrying this baggage, we can go to God, yeah. and He's gonna take away that that baggage away from us. Huh. He's gonna take away all our pain and suffering that we're carrying with us. And I think one way we can do this is through our family. God is not physically going to come and take our baggage away. But if we're around those close relationships with people that we care about, people that are going to help us, God is going to work through those people and they're going to carry our baggage for us.
0: Hmm. Community again. Yeah.
2: What do you think? It's just a tough topic to talk and talk about. And like what he was saying, I was a few years ago, there's an there's a video out on YouTube called baggage and it talks about the levels of stress and anxiety and depression and all that and burnouts and it's like what he was saying there is a song called all in all when i am dry you fill my cup when i'm down you lift me up mm-hmm. that's just song that just stuck to me right now with that mean and also like with relationships like what he was saying it sometimes we go to work and we have like a really rough day at home and then we go home and we get into a bad mood and take it out on everybody mm-hmm. it doesn't have to go that way you had just go to your room and think about pray and do what you want to do and know that God is always going to be with you by your side. Huh. And a few things that I took down in the notes on this past Sabbath was one yes is a thousand no's. And a, and going through something doesn't define the person who you are. Yeah. Yes. God will go with you no matter what you are doing. It doesn't mean that you can have good and bad people in your life. He will decide the people he want to put in your life. He knows that what you're going to be do tomorrow because he is in your tomorrow and he knows what you're going to do that day.
0: Yeah. I love that. One yes is a thousand no's. Why do we have a, st- a problem saying no?
2: I'm still trying to figure that out.
0: I, I am <laughs> the
1: same way. It's, it's something that probably we don't want to make someone else feel bad. Okay. Um, We don't want to make someone else stressed out. Um, so That's why we have a problem saying no. Um. That's probably the only thing I can come up with at this time. Like, why we have problems saying no? Because even I have this problem. I say yes to everything. And it's hard for me to say no. Mm. Because I see that if I say no, this person's going to have to go look for someone else. And what if that person says no?
0: Yeah, we think we failed them. Yes. Yeah, And I know there's some people that just have a a heart bigger than this room that we're in right now. But at some point you know they were talking about it on Saturday you you have to look out for your heart and you got to look out for yourself not be selfish but be aware that your body's a temple of god right you got to take care of it first again one of the things that i keep hearing you guys say is stress is very it it's almost very visible mm-hmm. you know how many times have we like you just said gone to work had a bad day and then now we take it out on our family and now we've got Co-workers stressed, and then mom and dad now are stressed because we came home with yeah. with stress. I can be struggling with anxiety, go to work, have a good day, come home, have a good day. Nobody knows. Uh, and so I think this is why this is so important, this concept of, of not getting to the point where we're burned out uh, because it shows. It shows mm-hmm. on the people around us. And I think Jesus um, lived out his life not stress-free but the best example that we have and i think his disciples were just confused that every day jesus was just worried about what was going to happen that day Mm -hmm. the disciples were always worried about where are we going and what are we doing and how are we going to eat and jesus are we going here and what's up and down left and right and jesus was concerned with pastor michael said it like can we just sit down and eat here and then we'll figure out like what, what
1: we're doing um Mm-hmm. I, I think it's really important how does no go ahead i think just going back to what you were saying the disciples being stressed is when he jesus had to feed the multitude multitude the disciples yeah. were all worried like why are we why are, what are we going to do for food we have to feed all these people what are we going to do what are we going to do jesus was like go just search like with the feeding of the five thousand, he yeah. had
2: five loaves of bread and he had and he was able to multiply it and turn it in to be able to help out other people yeah he's the best at it yes there's only one person in
0: human history that has been able to deal with mayhem and miracles at the same time. And it's been Jesus. That's it. I was actually curious if you guys could pull out your Bibles. I had a couple of verses I want you guys to read. Uh, Isaac, I'm going to give you one. Philippians four six, very famous verse. And this I'm going to give you Matthew 6.34. And I think these are important, not only for us to remember every day, but I think it's important for anybody that's listening, uh, solidify yourself, make these verses your foundation as you go throughout your day.
2: Isaac, I'm going to have you go first with yours. Philippians 4.6 says this, don't worry about anything, instead pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him
1: for all he has done for you. Mm. Love that. Andres. I am reading for the New International Version. It says, Matthew six thirty four says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own.
0: When you guys hear those
1: two verses, what do you think of? On the one I read, it's it's worry about today. Live, live your life a day at a time.
2: Both of these verses, of course, one of them, read over there at the radio station all the time. Yeah, we do. And uh, pretty much both of these verses are saying that God is with you and he will not leave you by your side. He will not leave you alone and he yeah. will always be by your side. Interesting that it says, tell God the things that, and thank him for the things that always done for you. I think we
0: sometimes stress out in our prayers of continually asking and asking and asking and asking. When that verse that Isaac just read says, look, you can help kind of alleviate your anxiety and your stress by also thanking God for all the blessings that He's done for you. I mean, the the fact that we're even alive and can walk around and have another day of life is a blessing that we sometimes take for granted. Pastor uh, Soups was talking about try to go back and think of those things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, think of those moments where you saw God and think of those happy moments. Uh, try to retrigger that in your head as as
2: much as possible. That's helped me recently as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, with. Adding on to that, uh, the song, a song that really comes to mind again is Battle Belongs by Phil Wickham because the battle belongs to Jesus and he will take care of you. He's seen your victory and your story and he knows how it will turn out. And a lot of people, they're overwhelmed and they don't want to start with negative chatter. They want to forget about that and they want to realize that everything comes for a reason and that the battle will always belong to God. Yeah
0: so important to realize. We have a king that leads us into battle. Always leads us into battle. You don't see that nowadays. No president goes into (laughs) battle. None. No prime minister. Jesus is a king who leads us into battle. And those can be mental, emotional, physical battles as well. So, now what do we do? If someone's listening, they're in the early stages of, Of stress. They've caught it. And they understand what's going on. What would be your
1: advice to them? My biggest advice is. Don't worry about the stress. Stop worrying about the problems that you found. Don't worry about the struggles that you're going through. Because we have someone with us. That is stronger than we are. Yeah. And can carry them for us.
0: Yeah, that's big.
1: What I would tell somebody is like, what
2: Andreas was saying with community, it has everything to do with community. Don't exclude the community from helping you out and being where you need to be. Don't let, oh, just, oh, oh, I'm stressed. I'm not going to tell anybody about it. You need to tell people about it because you never know what a person's going through. They may have been through the same thing. And you can ask them for help and advice and saying, what did you do to get through this? How can I do it? And knowing that everything will be okay and that I will have everybody by my side. Okay. So let's say I've
0: completely burned out. I'm the opposite. I have, I'm not, I I couldn't catch it early. I'm at rock bottom. Now what?
1: Pray. Yeah.
0: Open up that line of communication, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Start building that relationship with the one that's going to help you.
0: Thanks so much, guys. No problem. For being here. I appreciate having you both of you here. I think we had a great conversation. Um, and I think, hopefully, at least one person, that's all I'm praying for, one person can be blessed by the things we had to say here today. If you are listening, and this did impact you in some way, shape, or form, please share it with a family member or a friend. You never know the impact you can have by just simply clicking that share button, putting it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, however you share your stuff. You never know who... Might need this episode. Make sure to stay tuned. We still have a couple of weeks left in this series, and we don't want you to miss out at all. Follow us on Instagram. Keep us updated there with uh, with your life. We love connecting with you uh, as much as possible. And if you're listening on Spotify, you can actually answer our engage question through the Spotify app. It's kind of a cool feature that we hope you check out. My name is Kelvin. This has been Elevate Retake, and we'll see you next time. And remember, there's always room for one more.